Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien and Rob. On today's episode, we will be discussing a film celebrating its 30th anniversary, The Burbs. Morning, Walter! Tom Hanks has brand new neighbors. Neighbors from hell. They're not Ozzy and Harriet. Your neighbors are murdering people. They're not the Cleavers. Got somebody tied up in the old cellar, have you, Ruth? They're the Clopex. These Clopex are strange. And they're living in, this is Walter. <laughs> the Burbs. Tom Hanks. I think we are overreacting. The Burbs. Ready PG. Now playing at theaters everywhere. Rob, is this uh, Carrie Fisher's second best movie? <laughs> I think the second best movie is Blues Brothers, but I'll count this as the third. I can't believe it's 30 years. I saw this damn movie in the movie theater. Dude, you're old as fuck. Yeah, I am. This is freaking depressing. <laughs> yeah, man, it came out in February of 89. You so know, it, it was so depressing Go ahead. that I actually got the ages of the main characters, just in case you guys got to know it. Uh, oh, the ages of the actual okay, so the characters themselves or the actors portraying the characters? The actors portraying them. Man, this is I mean, he's done more research than I've done. You know what, Rob? Just 100%. go ahead and just go ahead and lead it. Just I'm ahead. just gonna rip him out. Okay. No, no, no. I mean so... just go ahead and lead the podcast. You don't need me. Oh. Don't rip him out. <laughs> <laughs> I work with teenagers. That just came out naturally. It did. So Rob, uh, you know, before we start the podcast, what are you drinking? All right, so we have um we're doing uh, another Newberg beer. This one's called the Renner Boss. That's the can. Um, Nobody can so see. So this we're one on, we're is... On, we're, on, we're on the radio. Nobody can see. Yeah, I know, but I see you and you guys see me. And if I'm coordinating my outfit to match my microphone, I might as well show you the can. <laughs> um, so it's a... It's, it, the brewery has like a lot of people that like, you know, cycle through there pretty quick. And one of the people that cycle through there are the, uh, the assistant brewers. So the one assistant brewer right now just got married. And they, uh, he made a can for the wedding, which is pretty cool, like exclusively for the wedding. So there's a couple of extra cans, so they throw us a couple. So this is called Renner Boss. So it's an IPA, but it's not, it's not too bad. 5%, so I'll be good. Okay, so a Renner Boss. Renner Boss from Renner Newberg Boss. Brewing Company. And More importantly, how, I'm how drinking you, it. How are you not a, my... brewer, a brewer assistant or whatever that is? Okay, a He-Man glass. That, got I've, well, you don't have to be shitty about it. Uh, because, you know, it's, I don't want to brew it. I just want to drink it. Okay. Well, I just didn't know if that would fit in the repertoire of like the assistant. You know, you got the assistant principal, assistant not a vice brewer. principal. Yeah. Then you could be an assistant brewer. You could be assistant on the podcast. Like, I, I feel like this is this Assistant is your to the podcaster? Yeah, man. <laughs> Damien, how are you doing, buddy? Let's just ignore Rob like he's not here right now. Good. It's uh, actually the morning when we're recording this. I know. Uh, which, yeah, it's not uh, not usually the case. Nope. So, yeah, okay. I don't know. Getting ready for the day. All right. Any mimosas or any I'm, alcohol? No, just water. Working out just after water. this as well. What, so. ki- what kind of water are you drinking? Uh, Crystal Geyser. Natural. Oh. Alpine Spring mm-hmm. water. Who's right. on your glass? <laughs> I don't have a glass. Drinking straight out of the plastic bottle. <laughs> Dude. Classy. Dude. Super classy. Yeah. Um, how does everybody... Does everybody like the Burbs? Does everybody like this movie? I know Rob likes it. Damien? I fucking love this movie. All right. And Rob, obviously you like it. I love this movie. This is this is easily top ten. Easily. Top ten movies of all time. Yeah. 
Man. All right. All right. Yeah, this is uh I think this is going to be my probably my second favorite comedy ever behind Young Frankenstein. This is right there for me. I didn't know you liked Young Frankenstein that much. I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry. A- Abby Normal. Yes, I love Abby fucking <laughs> love Young Frankenstein, man. That's Gene Wilder's my guy. You know, I sent you a text the other day. I don't think you appreciated it enough. Whatever it was, I like ended it with Lamo. And you weren't like, oh, the Burbs reference. You were just like, oh, yeah, okay. I probably ignored half of it. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm, not great, I'm not great. I'm not great. I'm not great at just kind of communication skills via text or phone. I I apologize. Damien can attest to this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm just you know I'm just kind of in not in a mood to socialize. So if I come <laughs> off brash, brash, not the right word. Um, Kurt, Kurt, thank rude, you. rude or or rude. I apologize. Dickish. Uh, dickish. Yeah. Douchey. Douche. All right. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like I always like to start reading the uh, the synopsis, an overstressed suburbanite and his fellow neighbors are convinced that the new family on the block are are a pack, excuse me, are a part of a murderous satanic cult. I mean, that's pretty spot on. I don't think you need yeah. to watch the movie after you after you read that. You have to watch the movie. Agreed. This but, is yeah, these is one of this is one of those movies that I feel like not enough people have seen. And like people are like, "Oh, that yeah, I guess that was a Tom Hanks movie, right?" It's like almost like The Man with the Red Shoe. Yeah, I mean, people just don't watch it. We'll probably talk about that in a later category, in the <laughs> underrated, overrated, properly rated. Got you. Um, but I would agree with you that I think that it's probably uh, not a lot of people watch this movie. And I, I'm very interested to see how many downloads we get on this episode, because people are going to see, oh, the burbs, hard pass. <laughs> you think so? I don't know, man. I mean, I, again... I don't, you, you're not giving the fan base enough credit. Well, the, you know, pump the brakes on fan base. <laughs> um, out of the out of the group of people, you know, we have about we're getting about twelve hundred downloads right now in episode, right? And obviously, I hear from all my friends, like you guys and anybody else who who enjoys the pod and who knows me personally. I get a couple people on social media who will message me in and, and give some feedback. Um, but overall, I have no idea what people want to hear. If the burbs is something they want to hear, I have I have no idea. But doesn't really matter. I like the I like this movie. I know you guys like this movie, so that's all that really matters to me. Excellent. True. <laughs> Word. All right. Directed by a gentleman named Joe Dante. Rob, what else, has, Joe Dante. what else has the brilliant Joe Dante directed? Oh, right off the cuff, we could just do both Gremlins movies. We could do uh, Inner Space. We could do the first Howling movie. Um, that's all I got off the top of my head. I mean, all, you, had me at, you had me at Gremlins. <laughs> that's, all, that's all. Damien, how do you feel about Gremlins? Uh, Gremlins is fantastic. It's been a really long time since I've seen either of them. Okay. Gremlins 2 is eh, but Gremlins, the original yeah. Gremlins is pretty fantastic. Gremlins 2 is fantastic. Don't shit on Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 is like, it's aware of its own cheesiness. That's what makes it so good. Sure. I'm just saying it's eh. It's not Gremlins 1 is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's Back to the Future 3. I wouldn't be that harsh. That's just mean. You hear that, Damien? <laughs> do you Man. not know? That? <laughs> That's do you, rough. Do you not? Do you not realize Damien likes Back to the Future 3 more than he likes Back to the Future 2? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He, man, just twisting my words every time you bring this up. <laughs> I never said that. Go back and check the tape. I What'd just said that I like uh, Back to the Future 3 a lot, primarily because I like Westerns. And so, you know, also ZZ Top is in it. No big deal. Also That's the NBD, redeeming quality. NBD ZZ Thompson. But I would argue that the the first one has Huey Lewis in it. So is there a better cameo than Huey Lewis? 
it's pretty good. Uh, I, yeah, nobody's going to argue that one is not good. I just, you know, right. I like three as well. All right, Rob's a big fan of Back to the Future. Rob, which yeah. in order, what do you like best? I think watchability. I think I go one, two, three. I think it's easily one, two, three. But is three is three the 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 temple of temple of doom? You know what I'm saying? Is three temple of doom to India? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, three isn't Crystal Skull, but um, yeah, yeah. I it's like it, it it comes full circle. You need three. Um, but like as a, as far as like the storyline goes and just kind of like the general fear of the movie, like I'm good with it, but it's not fantastic. <laughs> is Crystal Skull better or worse than the Phantom Menace? Huh? Sorry. It's completely off topic. Yeah. That's, I, I wasn't prepared for that question. question. You know, we're gonna, when we do the Phantom Menace one, I'll have a whole speech prepared, but like my knee jerk is Phantom Menace is I think a, a, a better movie than Crystal Skull. Okay, how do you feel about Phantom Menace turning 20 this year? Yeah, it's also a bummer. <laughs> because I already met my wife. We were online to see that movie together, so that's just yeah. depressing. I saw that movie with my wife as well. <laughs> Damien was like farts. Damien was like 14. What year was that? 99, I mean, tw- buddy. 20 years ago, buddy. May yeah. of 99. All right. What the hell were you doing in May of 99? Um, Jinko jeans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might have been. That would have been like fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, I could have had you in class. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was trying to process what he, Rob was trying to say there. See, the, the problem with getting older is like I've I started teaching in like 2001. So mm. anybody who graduated like post 2001, I could have potentially had as a student. Yeah. So that's just. When did we When did we <sighs> become friends, Rob? I think we're we're knocking on ten years, aren't we? It's got to be. I think, yeah, yeah. It, it's got to be around ten years. I'd have to go back and look, but I think it's around ten years. We got to De- go study the Rebel Scum tapes. I'll pass. <laughs> hey, you posted on Rebel Scum. Don't think I didn't see it. <laughs> I did recently. What yeah, two days yeah. ago? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> Dude, oh, man. On- online message boards live long and, and prosper. Uh, Dude, that was funny. I saw the he- the heading was "Who's still around?" <laughs> on this Star Wars nerd autograph forum. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm curious who's actually still looking at it. Clearly, I'm still looking at it. I'm like, who the heck posted? I'm about halfway through. There's Anthony right there in the middle. Hey, I still check this forum, guys. That's definitely not what I said. <laughs> I said, I'm still around. I prefer it over Facebook is what I Got said. Got you. <laughs> what are, are you using uh, Anthony or do you have like a Star Wars handle? Uh, it's, and, I think it's A-OK. No, no, I don't have a Star Wars handle. Mm, I feel like maybe we should brainstorm something for you if you're going to be um, active on this board still. <laughs> Uh, Rob has a, Rob definitely <laughs> has a uh, a handle on there that is Star Wars based. Yeah, Pretty I've had worse handles. It's uh, Mr. Vader. Mr. Vader. All right. <laughs> because I'm not quite Darth Vader. I'm Mr. Vader. All right, I like it. <laughs> I still, I, Damien's nickname still needs to be <laughs> the Slim Reaper, but he just uh, he won't embrace it. I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know where to use it at. I, it doesn't matter. Everywhere you're skinny, and it's the Slim Reaper. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe I'll change right. the Instagram handle after this. Maybe. Which one? I got one. <laughs> Don't you have the... Anyways. Well, what's your you... Discord handle? Your Discord handle isn't... Um, is is Damien. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's literally Damien. <laughs> well, it's because we're in a group of people. Like, when you started this group, to be clear, none of us... Uh, the only connection that we had was you. So none of us knew each other. With Not the exception true. of Gerald of I. 
Yeah, Gerald well, and I. No, Gerald also knows Beth, and Gerald knows okay. Tyler. Okay, well, a bunch of us didn't know each other, and so it makes it difficult to, to you know, have your handle in here and not know who the hell is talking. Well, now Fair. you know each other from, from, from this. I bring people together, man. All right, I'm fucking <laughs> changing it right now. At, in the middle of the pod? Are you allowed to do uh, this? Maybe, I don't know. Well, All you're right. posting on the, the yeah. thing, aren't you? Yeah, I might have. Yeah. I Again, and, and you know I can't keep focus, so if you put stuff on there, you want me to talk to you, look at I this mean, thing at the same time? To be fair, you you have a hard time keeping focus if you're looking into my face. Like, yeah. your, your, your focus is, is waning 24-7. Y- yes. Oh, look at that. Oh, what a nice picture of me. Jesus Christ. Okay, so the budget for the Burbs was $18 million, and it did $49.1 million in the box office. It was $18 million? Wow. Where the hell did that money go? Yeah. Well... I mean, they rented. Well, we'll let's get into it. So they, the whole movie takes place in Universal Studios, right on the back lot, in one specific cul-de-sac called uh, the Colonial Street. Mm-hmm. So the whole movie is filmed within that those houses. Those houses aren't facades; they're actual actual houses. So you can film everything in, t- in the interior. They have backyards, everything. So it's all filmed right there. So I would imagine all of the money went there and to get fucking Tom Hanks. Yeah, and Tom Hanks, we got to remember, this isn't like Tom Hanks' first movie. This was like Big just came out right before this one. Yeah, he was so. in Big, Dragnet, Money Pit. I mean, there was, there was a handful of movies that he was in. He was a comedian at this point. Mm-hmm. So, real quick, is anybody familiar, has anybody looked into what else was filmed on that, that street in Universal Studios? I might have dabbled in it. Damien? Uh, I mean, I, I have some, some like vague ideas, um, but so you, I, didn't go, you, I didn't go research. You've been on the back back lot tour at Universal, right? But it's been years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so they actually take you through this part of it, but they don't mention that the Burbs was filmed there, which bums me out. Yeah. So Dragnet, so that's an early Tom Hanks, um, Dan Aykroyd movie, was filmed on that street. The sequel also a to great movie. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Sequel to Leave It to Beaver, which I didn't realize they had a sequel in the 80s. Hmm. A sequel show. Didn't know that. I thought Leave It to Beaver, like the original Leave It to Beaver, was shot there. Uh, I didn't see that, but I saw that the sec- the sequel was the like the the not reboot. It's actual sequel was uh, was filmed there. The Munsters was filmed there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And Desperate Housewives was the one that obviously right. that's that was the one that was filmed there the longest. I don't know how many seasons. Five seasons. Yeah. And that was the whole bit about uh, Ricky Butler's house. Ricky Butler's house is the Munsters' house. That's why you never really see the whole thing. Correct. You only see the um, what do you call it? the deck. Yeah, and then that's the thing. One of the Klopex, the Klopex house was one of the main women on Desperate Housewives. Obviously, they just redid it. And then I the, guess the house that Ray lives in is actually one of the houses in Dragnet that they actually film in the inside. It was the Virgin, uh, the oh, Virgin the Connie, was, the Virgin Connie Swales. Yeah, yeah. Damien, you never seen <laughs> that, that movie? Amazing Dragnet. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, oh if you like so the good. Burbs, you'll love that freaking movie. Yeah, All or right. like Joe versus the volcano. Yeah, I did see that. That was fantastic. Yeah. Money What's pit. weird is I always thought Joe versus the Volcano was actually directed by Joe Dante, but it's not. He's got nothing to do with it. I mean, that would make sense. Joe Dante, Dante speak, Joe versus Vol- Volcano. I'm, I got a Volcano vibe going right now. No? All right. That was another. We should do one on Joe versus the Volcano. I'm going to like, I'm going to go claim that on the, uh, the spreadsheet. Let's see how well this does, and then we'll see if uh, Joe versus the Volcano <laughs> makes the cut. I got you penciled in for, like, all the randoms already. Oh, because that's all the shit that I watch. I'm not watching current stuff. I'm watching old old shit stuff. Yeah, you're not watching Happy Death Day to you or Cold Pursuit. No. Or, or Av- not Avatar. Uh, Avita. Avita. 
Vita Battle Princess, whatever the fuck it's called. Alita Battle Droid. <clears throat> Got you. What? Battle Angel. Battle God, Angel Battle Droid. I'm, think, I'm thinking Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into the category, shall we? Unless anybody else has anything they would like to add before we start. Mm-mm. No, I get yelled at that I'm like no, stealing from other it. parts of the podcast. No, screw you, man. I'm ready. I'm going down the list this time. I'm not going to jump anywhere. You are the guide. <laughs> I am on the Jaws tour. Ready, go. The best, Damien, yesterday, a couple days ago, I messaged Rob. I was like, hey, do you need any of the, uh, the categories? Because, you know, they're, they're essentially all the same. Although I do have a new category that I added into this pod. Thanks to, uh, to Tyler, his recommendation. So there is a new, a new category now in the, in the, in the questions. Anyways. I asked Rob, and he's like, "No, no, no! I got a bunch of shit I want to talk about, and uh, I'll just, I'll just let you go." And I was like, "So you don't, you don't need the questions?" And he's like, "No, no, no! I'm good." So I'm, I'm good. a little, I'm a little concerned that Rob's just, we're just going off the rails a little bit. Don't worry about it. I'm good. I got it. I got it all under control. Don't worry about me. <laughs> don't you worry about me. All right. So we have the opening scene, which is obviously the introduction, kind of the cul-de-sac. Um, my my favorite part of the scene, as obviously the paper boy, they use him as kind of the catalyst to show each of the neighbors, is when he fucking throws the newspaper at at Ray and it hits him, and then Ray fucking throws the coffee at him. I don't know why. It's like one of my I laugh every single time. Oh yeah. Um, and then obviously Queenie shitting on on people's yards. All right, just, I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> the, the the thing that I feel like we need to say, and I want to get credit for seeing it, but I know you wrote this down already. Is that Queenie is like a celebrity in this movie. Do you know that? I know Queenie is also the dog in Silence of the Lambs. Well, way to steal a thunder, buddy. <laughs> I was so excited when I read that. I was like, holy shit. Really? It's the same damn And then I watched a little bit of Silence of the Lambs and the whole bit. But yeah, that's huge. I guess they came out the same year. I didn't know that. Uh, did, it, did Silence of the Lambs come out in 89? Somewhere in that neck of the woods. All right. Yeah, someone, someone, get, some, someone get research on that. Um, so anyway, Queenie was uh, precious in Silence of the Lambs. That's precious. not weird. Precious in Silence of the Lambs. All right. So I have a question about about that that opening scene, right? And the question is, does, does Rumsfeld, did he outkick his coverage? Like his wife is the smoke show of the neighborhood, right? <laughs> totally. And he's pretty uh-huh. schlubby. Like yeah. wire. He's got a real like, you know, Doc Brown vibe. For sure he outkicked his coverage, right? Uh, yeah yeah it must be right because yeah she's a total smoke show of yeah. the of the whole neighborhood yeah bonnie's amazing i'm this. blaming bonnie for this i i think bonnie's kind of weird and i think bonnie has like a weird thing going for uh for rumsfeld i don't think it's rumsfeld i think rumsfeld is just feeling good about his choice but i, I put the blame on bonnie bonnie's a little weird i agree <laughs> i think he just lucked out with her okay or, do you think do you think ricky's spying on bonnie when he gets a chance a hundred percent it's a meatball dude he is full on no what's he say no tan lines today and he's doing the masturbation motion into the fucking paint can with a paintbrush and it's making the disgusting noise he's for sure creeping on her when he gets a chance yes yeah absolutely. i think when you're 18 years old you're not creeping you're just kind of existing so i don't put the blame on him he's just doing what he's got do you think he's 18 he is 18 okay because i question one of the questions i have written down is where the fuck are his parents <laughs> Obviously, they say his parents aren't there. Where are they? They're on vacation. He's 18. He's got and it under he, control. And he's just supposed to paint the whole house while they're on vacation. Yeah. You never had that? No. My, not saying my parents went, like, for weeks on end on vacation, but my parents only went away for a couple of days and be like, all right, while we're gone, do X, Y, and Z. You got to whitewash the fence? 
Right. <laughs> no, zero fences, man. I did have I did have uh, sophomore year of high school. I lived with my grandparents for a short period of time because my, my dad was moving. There's just anyways, I, they did leave me on Thanksgiving and go do their own thing. And I had a Totino's uh, oven pizza for, for Thanksgiving dinner in 96, 96 Why or 97. Why do I know this? I, this sounds familiar. Did we talk about this already? No, I might have talked to Ty, have Tyler might have mentioned it on another uh, podcast because he likes to make fun of me about it. Yeah, that's really depressing. Like a good friend, he didn't invite me over to hang out with his family. <laughs> Fucking jerk. Such I invite jerk. you all the time, but you know, you don't I come know. out here. So, I know. Well, true. Damien's going to come out pretty soon. That's right. That, yeah, I already did, was doing some research on uh, flights to uh, upstate New York. So, <laughs> excellent. Well, he'll he'll pick you up in in the city. You don't have to you don't have to go to Washingtonville. I mean, it would be great if he went locally, but <laughs> Damien, I will drive to JFK, LaGuardia, Newark, Albany, oh, right in the middle. Not no, New no, York. I'm not going to inconvenience you. Don't you don't know. want to fly to Jersey. Don't yeah, fly to Jersey. No, sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that. All right. So ne- next scene is uh, knocking on the Clopex door. Oh wait, did we do like the whole outer space thing? Because that's like a big piece of this. We we did not mention it, but go ahead if you'd like to. I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. So like the opening scene to this movie. For those of you who have not, why would you be listening to this if you haven't seen it? But like the opening scene goes from the Universal logo and like dials in exactly to the street. So it's this whole like mega zoom thing that's happening from outer space. And it was all done by um, Industrial Light and Magic. And what is the what is the last shot of the movie, Rob? The last shot is it panning out. But do you know where it actually like pans into? Iowa. No. Iowa. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> How do you know that? Uh, I don't know. I read some shit on the internet. There you go. I was, I was curious after I saw it. I was like, where is this going? And then I went down the rabbit hole of like, where is the city that they're actually in? Um, and there's like no indicators other than there being a an Illinois license plate uh, for the Clopex, I think. Right. Uh, yeah. And I think Carol mentions, she either mentions the city they're supposed to be in or she mentions like the, the community they're in. When right. she goes and meets the Clopex, when they're yeah, sitting it's like down. Mayfield Place or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. It might be the street. She might be mentioning the street name. I'm not sure. But yeah, that opening shot is fantastic. I remember that shot to this day because my father, who for some reason I watched this movie with, the man never said a word through a movie like ever. But for some reason, that scene captured his imagination, and I remember just sitting there as he's pulling on his uh, true blue cigarette. He's like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" Like, oh. <laughs> Thanks, was your dad smoking? Dad. Was your dad smoking in the movie theater? Yeah, those were the good old days when you could <laughs> oh smoke in the movie God. theater. Um, just <laughs> to, to pull the curtain back a little bit, um, Tyler mentioned because you know I, I put the picture on our Discord app. He just messaged me. Sorry, I know you're recording right now. I just want to let you know that you're ugly on the inside and outside. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys! God, wow, you guys are the worst. Shout, Shout out, out to Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> what the Hey, Tyler is participating, so like, don't yell at him. Yeah, but uh, you notice how he sent that directly to me via text. He didn't put that on the fucking app for everybody to see. Shady yeah. ass. All right. Well, I'm thankful that you shared it with us. Yeah, All Tyler, right, so ne- put that on the uh, the common app when we're doing this. I don't. I don't think he can hear you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he will. It'll be at some eventually. Point in the future. Yeah, eventually. Um, so then, the next scene, unless Rob has anything else he wants to add. No, I'm good. That's all right. it. That's all I want to say. So knocking on the Clopex door. Um, this scene I love because they go into like full cheesy dark comedy with like the music, the different shots, the wind blowing in their face as they're walking up to the door. 
then you have you know the they knock on the door the the address turns to six 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 uh the fucking bees that come out <laughs> and then Rumsfeld has the classic line in Southeast Asia <laughs> what does he say Southeast Asia we call this type of thing bad karma <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is yeah that's what he says dude I feel like Rumsfeld's got a real like racist vibe going on. Oh, Rumsfeld is amazing. Rumsfeld carries the movie. Totally. Oh, yeah, Bruce Stern's going to be, I think, the big winner of the of yeah. the pod. Yeah. Um, but is he racist? Or is he just no, like a, he's, is he a patriot? Yeah. I mean, he's he's the typical, you know, 56-year-old in uh, the 1980s. He's just right. a product of the culture. Is yeah. Rumsfeld a, a Trump supporter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a red hat. <laughs> he's got the MAGA hat? He's got the MAGA hat. Man, all right. <laughs> you don't want to say too much about that because you're going to just kind of disconnect a whole bunch of your 1,600 downloads. It was 1,200, but I don't care. That's all I give a fuck. <laughs> After this one, it's going to be 1,600, buddy. <laughs> Damien's just sitting there smiling. He's, he's like, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> no, I'm just like, you know, let's see where this goes. <laughs> I mean, two idiots from two blue states. It could go into a big, like a, a big tangent, but we're not going. I'm just curious. I'm, that's that's something that I often think about when I watch movies. Now, is what side of the line are they on? Like, who are they supporting? I'm so interested w- in that. Does Tom Hanks wear a red hat, or does Tom Hanks not have a red hat? Tom Hanks is a Republican, but he's not like a, a crazy like Trump supporting Republican. Gotcha. <laughs> that was pretty quick, dude. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I don't, I don't know that either of us can answer that. No, he's, Every, he's a he's a John McCain. He's a John McCain there you go, supporter. There you go. There you go. Yeah. When he was alive, but he do, he doesn't like Sarah Palin though. He's he's he would have yeah. voted for McCain, but he was he was iffy because of Sarah Palin. <laughs> Guys, what I, are we doing? I don't know, but Art <laughs> is definitely a red hat wearing guy. I feel like Art would be more of like Bernie Sanders. No way. I feel like Tom Hanks would have been more Bernie Sanders. Okay, no, so Carol's has, more Bernie Sanders. Have uh, we're going to get to Carol in a little bit. Have either one of you watched the alternative ending? Or the alternate, excuse me, ending? Oh, I did. No, Damien. I didn't know there was one. It's not good. No. Okay. Um, so essentially, I don't know how we already got to this. Um, Someone's not the following same, the agenda. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the same, same, same vibe where, where Ray is in the, in the uh, ambulance, right? And Dr. Klopek is back there, but he full-on tries to murder him again. But Carol is is telling Art that he needs to uh, apologize to Ray. So they open the door and he's trying to kill him. And that's how they all see him, you know, see Dr. Klopek trying to kill Ray. And then he then goes on a a whole monologue about, like, what's wrong with the suburbanites and, you know, suburbia in general. And uh, and then, it, you know, tells where he or or says where he buried the uh, the naps. Right. And then and for the most part, um, uh, what's his face? Tom Hanks's character, what the hell is his name? Peterson. Ray. Ray Peterson gives that same speech at the end of the theatrical release about, you know, the mundaneness of uh, suburban life. Yeah, yeah, when he's yelling it at art. Yeah. All right, so next next uh, next scene is spying on the Klopeks. So when they're uh, when they drive out to the fucking street and and smash the the uh, all the garbage, but before that, you know, they have that great conversation about what's his name? Fucking Skip, the guy working the Oh yeah, the ice oh, cream the parlor. Ice cream, man. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I love particularly the shot when Ray is going back into his house, and he walks in, and then you see the light in the in the upstairs of the Klopeks, um come on, and you can see that they're actually watching him as well. 
Mm-hmm. And then and then the music again in that scene is, is fantastic because it's the corny, like dark comedy, almost horror movie music. And I, I just love it. Well, the music in this thing is fantastic, like start to finish. Yeah. Because they somehow got Jerry Goldsmith to do this. Right. And um, it, it, it goes, it like transcends just like a regular soundtrack. Like the music is used really, really well in this thing, in particularly with Rumsfeld. Yeah, it sets the tone. I mean, it sets the tone for each individual character and then, you know, where they where they want to go from, like, kind of lighthearted to a little darker. Like, it's it's what makes those transitions for the movie. Yeah, it's 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 very well done for a cheesy 80s comedy. It's it almost like... Whoa! It, it, why? why? Why has it got to be cheesy? It's a cheesy 80s comedy. I won't I don't, deny that. I don't I'm a big fan is, of this movie, but... I don't think this movie's cheesy. Is Dragnet a cheesy 80s movie? Yeah, Dragnet's much more slapsticky. I don't think this movie's, like, really slapstick. So, so what part of this movie isn't slapstick when they grab the bone out of the dog's mouth and start screaming and the camera zooms in and out of their face? Yeah, the yeah, that, that, yeah, they have moments of that, but I think overall, like, it doesn't have a bunch of gags. It's pretty dry. I think overall the movie's kind of dry, no? Is it dry? No, I don't think it's dry. I don't think I would call it dry either. No? I mean, it's not punchlines. Yeah, no one's setting up jokes with, like, punchlines or anything like that. I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, no, I think there is because even with like the Klopek, that whole scene in the inside of the Klopek's house is like filled with gags. But like, and, what? Um, so when when like Ray eats the eats the sardine, it's not they play it off pretty dry. I think though. When he played, <laughs> I mean, they're I all mean, it's not slapsticky like Liam Neeson isn't coming out and tripping over himself. But I mean, that scene for the most part's <laughs> pretty slapsticky. Where did, where um, did... the the candles as they're like sitting there and there's like this bonfire candles as they're talking. Yeah, but that's Bruce like Stern understated. spinning the painting. I mean, it's it's not slapsticky, but it certainly is like you wouldn't make that. I'm not going to say it because you're just going to yell at me that I'm, this is going to come up later. No, but they ahead. wouldn't make this movie now. No, no, they for sure. I mean, there's no comedies aren't comedies aren't made anymore for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like the comedies are going to all the streaming services, things like that. They're not making right. this movie's not making a theatrical release. No, <clears throat> which is we, a bummer. Yeah. What do you think, Damien? <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going. That's where we're going. All right. So the next scene is Ray explaining to Carol who he thinks the Klopex are. Um, I just love that scene because I love the dream portion of that scene with fucking Art as Skip, <laughs> where he comes out with the uh, the blender and all that shit, and he's tied to this is Ray's nightmare. Yeah, yeah, where he's tied to the fucking barbecue. Yeah. And you have Queenie the, with the mini axe in her head. Queenie with the meat coming out of the garbage can. The yeah. fucking garbage man's like, that's got to hurt. Dick Miller. The great Dick Miller. Great Dick Miller. And then, you know, he's Pops watching. everything. What's, he's, what's he watching before he goes to sleep? The fucking Exorcist and Texas Chainsaw Massacre? That's right. Dude. <laughs> not, I don't think you want to watch those. No. Not before bed. Uh, I got two more here. So then I got the neighbors visit the Klopex, which we kind of just talked about mm-hmm. with, with Rob a little bit. The thing that comes off in that scene is like, that's my worst nightmare. Like a socially awkward situation where you're forced into it. That is your worst nightmare. We've all been there, right? Like the wife is like, hey, we're going to go over to a friend's house for dinner. Some friend you've never met. And you're just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like them. I don't know if I'm going to like the person's spouse. Like, cool. What am I going to do the whole time? Hope they have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Someone I can relate to. Right. Um, would you guys eat a sardine if your wife asked you to? Well, Damien, if you, you know what I'm saying. If you had a, if you had a wow, wife. Wow, that's shitty. <laughs> I'm just, 
<laughs> Damien's the single one of the group. I'm just saying, would if if your if your partner asked you to eat a sardine, would you? Um, Damien, if you weren't so lonely, would you, <laughs> would you eat a sardine? <laughs> if you had someone could even mention a sardine, would you? Oh no, I'm good. Uh, I I will try almost anything, so I'm I'm all right. Yeah, I'd give a. I don't know about on the pretzel because I actually probably dislike pretzels more than I dislike sardines. I'm fine I with dislike sardines. pretzels. Yeah, this is a whole another conversation, dude. We've had yeah. this fucking conversation. Pretzels? This dude doesn't like pretzels. Yeah. What's it about pretzels? Is it the saltiness? <laughs> Here no, we go. Just, I don't like I don't like just bread, a, and they smell atrocious. Like when we when we walk through like our local mall, I can see you, Anthony. <laughs> I'm just I'm just dialing it fucking, back. The fucking face that you're making right now. There's like a Wetzel's pretzels, I think, and, and it, it it's like it actually smells like vomit to me. Wow. No, granted, okay, he's talking about like Annie Ann's or Wetzel's, like you know the mass corporate pretzels. But yeah, he, but if you're eating like an Utz pretzel rod, I mean, you're at the same level of the of fuck anger? is that? The fuck is it? What is it? An Utz pretzel? You don't know what an Utz pretzel is? Damien. Nope. Just all right. So a freaking pretzel rod. Like at a bar? No, that's a what do you call pretzel? Like a straight piece of pretzel. Like a pretzel rod. Why do I a fucking pretzel rod? <laughs> <laughs> he gets closer to the microphone. Um I'm unfamiliar with a pretzel rod, Rob. Anyways. Am Damien, I on am I in the Twilight Zone? Do you really da- not know what a pretzel rod is? I know I I don't know the brand name that you're saying, but I understand what a pretzel okay. rod is. Did you just scratch your head okay. with a pen? I did. <laughs> Look, pretzels are not good. I would eat a sardine before I ate a pretzel. That's what I'm saying. Is that how sardines are, though? They're like all like a full, like little little fish right out of a can? Um, They can be, yeah. That's disgusting. Who's doing that? I've never even seen it like live or an anchovy. I haven't seen any of those things. I, I always thought that was a joke, but I guess they're real things. They are. So... Okay, next time you come over, Damien, I'm going to have some sardines for you. I want you to eat one. I'll eat one. I'm over not eating pretzel? one. No pretzel. Yeah, no pretzel. That's fine. Ritz cracker? Sure. DQ? Yeah, I mean, after, to wash it down. No, no. In-N-Out like, burger? In, ooh. Rob doesn't know about In-N-Out. All right. I do know about In-N-Out. You do. You took me to In-N-Out. I sure did. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> All right. The, ne- the the last scene I have is the ending. So it's that you know long scene all the way from from Ray and, and Art breaking into the Clopex all the way through the shenanigans and the pizza dude and uh, and then obviously the ending where where Art's wife comes home. Um, out of all of those scenes, let me recap them real quick because I know we went off on a few tangents. Opening scene: knocking on the Clopex door, spying on the Clopex, Ray explaining to Carol who the Clopex are, neighbors visiting the Clopex, and the ending. What's your favorite, Damien? Or do you have a do you have another one you want to add? I have I have three that I wrote down as like um, my kind of favorite scenes, and I think you covered two of them. The first is Art telling the story of the of Skip the Ice Cream Man, who uh, who suddenly snapped El Snapo, um, and then Ray's nightmare on the barbecue, and then the third is actually just a really short piece of a scene, but it's the the part where uh, Rumsfeld falls off the roof. <laughs> Slapsticky. Hey, Rumsfeld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every what time. He, what does he say? Get this, get this lame-o off my yard? <laughs> out of my yard? <laughs> get um, out of my yard, lame <laughs> Yes. Okay, so what's, what's your favorite? Uh, if I have to pick one, it's probably Art telling the story of the ice cream man. Uh, okay, so when they're out smoking cigars? Yeah, yeah. All right, Rob? 
I the I think hands down it's the it's the neighbors in the the Copex house is okay. still my favorite one. But um, there's like little kind of vignettes, with like little scenes that I think as I get older I um, connect to a lot better. So you know, anytime the neighbors are like all standing together in the middle of the cul-de-sac, all staring at one house, talking shit about it. I mean, that's real life. So a little known fact is I live in a cul-de-sac. And each one of these characters at one point or another are the people that I live around. And okay. I actually bounce between them personality-wise. And so that, that was a question I was going to ask. Can, if you had to relate to one of them, who would it be? <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to think I'm Ray, but I'm not Ray. I'm freaking Art. I'm absolutely Art. <laughs> I'm the Dang. one looking at the weirdos across the street going like, what the hell is their problem? They're killing people back there. And that's absolutely me. But I do have an arms dealer living next door, just in case you guys need anything. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Damien? Um, let's see. I have, I have like a little, I mean, early on, before you realize that they're, they're actually right. I, there's like a bit of sympathy that you can have for the Klopek family, right? Because they're like under relentless scrutiny uh, from these people that they just happen to live nearby. Just for no other reason than they're different. Um, and they just want to be left alone, which I think you can relate to a lot, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I, I yeah. Can... Okay. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say I can understand because you used to live next to a drug dealer, right, who pissed on your door. Yeah. Well, not my door. They pissed on the neighbor's door. Pissed on the neighbor's door. Right. Yeah. Um, so I can understand that. I. Th- All right. I think... I would I would say I'm more Ray just for the simple fact of like I want to take a week's vacation and stay at my house and do nothing but le- like nothing but but be there and do nothing else hang out with my dog fix the barbecue has anybody ever noticed what his barbecue looks like in the back of the house it's a fucking pile of bricks dude there's no barbecue it <laughs> looks like a mason yeah it looks like he got struck by lightning um, but that's all I think I would want to do is just hang out like I don't want to go to the fucking lake house I don't want to hang out with the with the neighbor with the big head. Watch him get drunk. Gets and fall drunk down. and fall down the steps. Yeah, That's I just true. want to fucking do nothing. Um, and then I think a little bit of the Klopex as well. Like I'm not interested in, in, you know, hanging out with everybody. Where where Rob, I feel like he's the guy that all of the neighbors know. <laughs> yeah, right. A friendly guy. Yeah. I have a quick story. I don't know. Maybe if you guys have a uh, an experience like this, when I was probably I don't know. I would have been 16 maybe. I don't, um, I don't like so, where this is going. So, well, in high school, it's going to be quick. The, and this has to do with, like, the the point of, you know, having sympathy for the Klopek family. There was this house that looked very similar to the Klopek's house in that it was, like, the yard was wrecked. It was not maintained. It was kind of a mess. And there was this, like, old lady who lived in it. And so as little kids, hearing from, like, you know, the grade up or whatever, it was, like, this crazy old lady who lived there. And for whatever reason, they called her the turtle lady. <laughs> don't know where that came from. The story's already amazing. Yeah, I never I never saw a turtle, anything. So, it, you know, it used to be like on our route home, so we'd walk home and every once in a while one of the like some of the, one of the kids in the group would like take the newspaper off of her off of her front porch and for no other reason than just to steal the turtle lady's, you know, newspaper or whatever. Anyway, one time we're walking down, somebody takes the the uh, newspaper, we keep walking and we hear behind us she like runs out of her house and gets in her car and basically starts driving to like kind of chase us so we're like so now the turtle lady this like crazy old lady is chasing us in her car down the street 
we run into this kind of like sort of alley thing that's behind somebody's house. Not into somebody's yard, but into like their like garage that's in the alley. Uh, and maybe 30 seconds later as we're like hiding in this person's backyard, uh, a car pulls up behind uh, us like into that garage or whatever. And a guy gets out and pulls a gun and he's like yelling at us to like put our hands on the car. Uh, and we're like full panic mode, all 15, 16 years old. And uh, it basically turns out it was a cop who lived there and he, you know, thought we were kids breaking into his house or some shit like that. So then we're trying to like explain to this cop that the crazy turtle lady down the street is chasing us in her car. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing or who the turtle lady is, but get the hell out of here. I could have fucking killed you. <laughs> Holy shit. So a cop pulled out the gun because he thought you guys were breaking into his house and he was fully ready to shoot you for breaking into his house. He was ready to take human life. Does <laughs> would would this cop have been a Trump supporter in 2019? <laughs> I think he probably is. Perfect. Okay. That's yeah. fucking terrifying. That's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. What whatever happened to the turtle lady? Who knows, man. That was Did the last you time. sue the shit out of the cop? No. For what? No. For what? Pulling a gun on a bunch of 16-year-olds for no I'm, good reason? I don't I mean, know. Or is that his, like California law? You're on his property. <laughs> it is California law. Yeah. Turtle yeah. Lane's got to be dead, right? Yeah, yeah. She was old at the time, so she's probably... R.I.P. Oh turtle God. Lady. Shout out to the Turtle Lady. Maybe you, think, miss she you. think she listens? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't See die. after this one. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't uh-huh. die, buddy. So nice. I, I didn't. I didn't know if we were going to the story about the, uh, the, the, the phlegm, the phlegm story. No, I don't know. I don't <laughs> you know, know the I story. Know the What's the uh, the drip? Oh man, no different story. <laughs> it's getting worse. Podcast. No, we're not yeah, going yeah. into the no, drip no, story. No, no. That's not. That's never going to appear on this story. That's why when he started, I was like, I don't like where this is going. Because I've I heard can't the story. Just teed up a story called the drip story, and then you're just like, man, we'll talk about it. Like never. The drip story might not make it to the pod. It can be maybe in the uh, the pre the pregame. Oh, the we'll mic, do it in the pregame stuff. The mic check. <laughs> no, yeah, that's going to be a story for when I arrive in in upstate New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um. All right, so we have uh, next category: standout performance. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. I'm sorry. Let's talk one more scene because okay. I don't think anybody catches it, but I think it's amazing. Sure. <clears throat> is the scene that Art has breakfast in the Peterson's house? Yeah. <laughs> of course. He eats so, the dog he eats the dog food. He eats the dog food. But one part of it is that once he eats the eggs and the French toast, he goes to the fridge and like pulls out just random stuff, including like a whole pineapple. Right. That he just brings to the table. He starts eating ribs. It's amazing. Yeah. But you could see the disgust in everybody's face as he's like going through the lines and doing the whole bit that I don't think any of these people are that good of actors. I think those guys just hated that guy like full stop. I mean, R.I.P. since he's, you know, God rest his soul since he's dead in real life. Well, I mean, I'm not shitting on the guy, but (laughs) he is Canadian. I bet he doesn't have a red hat. Um, He I only know that guy from two movies, The Burbs, and he's the fucking guy who has to cut the power in Die Hard 1. And he cuts the power oh in this. God. Isn't that amazing? Life is cyclical. Get him on the phone. Cut the power. He was also the guy from uh, Spaceballs that they steal the uniform to. That he's like, that's the guys that kicked the shit out of us, too. He is. He is. How do you pronounce that guy's last name, Rob? I have no idea. It's D-U-C-O-M-M-U-N. The common? 
I thought that's what I thought it was, but it's it looks weird. Oh, yeah, All I right. don't know. All right. I'm not an expert in Canadian names. <laughs> You're pretty close to <laughs> Canada, though. You're close to Canada. I am four hours away. I mean, you're closer than Damien and I. All you right. lived in Seattle, didn't you? Yeah, not currently. <laughs> Calm down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently like eight miles from the beach, man. I couldn't be further away from Canada. Wait, what? Like you what? could live no, eight I'm miles saying, from the beach? I'm, you know, <laughs> in you. California. Yeah, that's true. All right. Scratch that. South. I'm south. Far. God. Okay. Sorry, buddy. All right. Standout performance. So you have Tom Hanks as Ray, Bruce Stern as Rumsfeld, and uh, Rick Ducommon as Art. Who do you got, or do you have somebody else you want to add? Either one of you. Let's go with uh, Rob, because he's looking. Oh, at I'm all in on, um, yeah, because I'm all teed up here. I'm all in on Bruce Stern. So you're all in I on Rumsfeld. I think Rumsfeld steals the movie. Okay. Every line is amazing that that guy delivers. <laughs> does the movie not, I mean, does the movie work if Tom Hanks isn't in it, though? No, but he's, I mean, he carries the movie, but he's not the standout performance. When I'm watching that movie, the person that I'm like locked in on is Rumsfeld. See, I thought that Either that or Brother Theodore. Brother Theodore is fantastic. We're going to get there. I I used to think Rumsfeld was the best, but as I watch it now, I like like the little nuances and again, subtlety that that Tom Hanks brings to it. Like one of my favorites is when he's trying to fucking take a nap. And Ray comes up. And he's like, "I'm only fucking sitting here with my eyes closed. I'm only trying to take a goddamn nap, or trying to take some, or trying to get some goddamn sleep. Whatever he says." He has the same kind of thing when when Carol's bitching at him as he's going out to walk the dog. <laughs> he's like, "He's like, where the fuck do you think I'm going? Why are you always ask me where I'm going? Like, I'm going to fucking Tahiti or something." He says something. And he's like screaming. That. He's fighting with his wife yeah. at one point, and the kid comes in. Me and your mother are having a conversation, <laughs> and I think every single one of us have done that. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I just think Tom Hanks is the best to me in this, but I do love Rumsfeld. Damien, what do you think? Um, I, yeah, I love Tom Hanks, and it doesn't work without him. He's fantastic in it, but for me, it's Rumsfeld. All right, so you and I are just gonna have to carry this because I don't know where Rob went. He just walked out of. <laughs> he just walked I'm away. Right here. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be professional about it. Maybe drop the beer. <clears throat> Not say anything, slowly, quietly move my way to the refrigerator. Buddy, nothing you do is slow and quiet. <laughs> Listen, six foot three, 250 pounds, I'm going to make some noise. Never has anybody in the history of listening to this podcast been like, hey, you know that guy, Rob? He's really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm trying. All right, I'm sorry, Damien. It's Damian. not like I'm not aware of it. Who yeah. do you have? Who sorry, Damien. It's Rumsfeld. All right, so it's got to be Rumsfeld then, since it's gotta I'm, be I'm being over, he, I'm being overruled. All right. Yeah, he's got so many good lines. I just, yeah. <laughs> one he's of the Huns of, came out of the cave. <laughs> he's kind of a bitch, though, right? Like he's the one who should be most trained to deal with this situation, and he makes Art and and Ray do everything. <laughs> no, I think that's because he knows what's going on, and he's got you know some strategy, and so he's just kind of directing them. Dude, otherwise has, they'd be bumbling around. Dude has zero strategy. He falls off his roof and shoots the fucking window next door. <laughs> Well, hold up. Maybe, lest you forget, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Ray over. <laughs> what I want to change my vote for favorite line. What does he say after that? Every, he says something in between those two, and it makes me laugh every time, and I can't remember what it was. It was like, is. cool, or good, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 
Excellent. I think he said there's something. Oh, yeah. man. Bruce Stern. All right. Worst performance. I got nobody. I love everybody yeah. in this movie. Not a I think there's a, a ton of overacting, but I don't think anybody gives a terrible performance. Yeah. yeah, like Walter. Walter's the only shitty one in the bunch. But but is he in it enough? No, he's not in it enough. All right. Did so you the... see that whole thing about him and Lucille Ball? No. What? <laughs> oh, you I... didn't read that part of it? I guess I didn't dive that deep in. So I guess whoever played Walter, whatever that guy's name is, um, had uh, some sort of long-standing what? I would say R.I.P. He's got to be dead. Go ahead. Oh, he's way dead. Um, had some sort of like radio relationship with Lucille Ball. So when they break into his house. And you're looking at the picture frames on the TV. There's a picture of him and Lucille Ball on the TV. What the heck? Yeah. You think Desi Arnaz killed him? Look it up. Yeah, that was definitely what happened. Desi Arnaz is like long dead before this guy died. That's true. No, I didn't know that. Man, Rob. Yeah. I, let's just, you that, can just, just take yeah. over the pod, man. I'm Shh. good. I'm researching the shit out of this thing. <laughs> and we didn't even start talking about ages yet. And I'm, so I'm like holding that one back. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. The Jamie Foxx Award for overacting. I only have one person. It's Corey Feldman as Ricky. Yeah. Everybody's going for it in this movie, I think, with the exception of Tom Hanks. For the most part, I think he tries to play it pretty straight. But Corey Feldman is fucking getting it every scene. No. Overperformance is Brother Theodore. Let's bring Brother Theodore into this. <laughs> That's who I, I, I got to imagine Brother Theodore doesn't have a lot of acting experience. He has a whole... I, I went down the rabbit hole of Brother Theodore the other day. Okay. And he was like a performance, a surrealist performance artist that used to be on like Merv Griffin and uh, David Letterman. And he was just like this whack job. So what you, like, you know, Uncle Ruben, that is who he was. Like that wasn't, like that was his shtick. So he's just, nope. That's like his thing though. (laughs) Just angry and, you know, Western European, Eastern European, excuse me. Oh. But, um, (laughs) but was it Rumsfeld asked some like what is that a slavic name yeah he comes back he's like no it's like well that's about a nine on the tension scale rube for sure for sure (laughs) he's i love i love uh uh, brother theodore i love ruben um but it's for me it's got to be Corey feldman damien yep yeah i I have Corey feldman as well whatever fucking happened to him man also he was going through some shit through this movie yeah. Was like, he was like, that was a big alcohol and uh, drug time for him. Big enough that, like, Carrie Fisher was trying to talk him off the cliff. Hmm. Which is funny in itself. Wow. Mm. Yeah. You're in a when, dark place. I was going to yeah. say, when, when Carrie Fisher's the uh, the voice of reason, you fucked up somewhere. Yeah. These are like the Michael Jackson years that he's like hanging out with bubbles. Huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was this huh. whole story. I can't believe I researched this more than you did. Come on. No, go, so I, there was I, a, I don't go down the, the rabbit hole of Corey Feldman because that could be a, like a multi-part pod, I think. So there was at one point because Corey Feldman was so close with Michael Jackson, they actually brought Bubbles the monkey onto the set. Oh, I read this. Go on. Yeah, okay. and like they had to kick Bubbles the monkey off because he was shitting all over the place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. What so if you, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty dark place between drugs, alcohol, apes, and Michael Jackson. You know, Corey Feldman's going through some stuff. Who yeah. brings bubbles to the set though? Is like Michael Corey doing that, Feldman. or he's got like people? No, no, no. no. They, people. they were, yeah, they were sending bubbles there because Bubbles was, was friends with Corey. Michael never went, but they would keep bubbles in the trailer while they were filming. <laughs> and while he was in there, apparently he just like shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Corey awesome. Feldman has the pull. To bring fucking Bubbles the monkey to set? like Oh, we are at the height of Corey Feldman at this yeah, movie. This yeah. isn't like Corey Feldman just came around. Right. 
No, this we're is right on like after, this is after Dream a Little Dream. This is like the height of Corey Corey. This has got to be like the start. This is the start of the down the downward turn though, right? He's yeah, already the, peaked. Like he's yeah, already I, been banging Nicole Egger. No, that was the other one. Corey okay. Haim was banging Nicole Eggert? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. From During Charles, Charles in Charge? Like Charles in Charge days. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> Damien's just sitting there like, eh. I don't know who you're talking about. Didn't, didn't know that. <laughs> and then speaking of underage drinking, Corey Feldman is drinking beer in this movie, and no one seems to have a problem with it. Nah, he's a fucking kid's a meatball. He's a meatball. <laughs> like, he's a, he's fucking... Rest- Go ahead. Go ahead. I, he's like hanging out. I, him and Art might be doing fucking blow, like rails of blow <laughs> in the house when... They're like buddies. They're hanging out. So, or drinking like, you know, natty lights. But, you know, I mean, blow is just as intense. They might have killed the hooker. I don't know, dude. Who knows? Art is into some some dark shit. I guarantee it. Art was really the one that was burying the bodies in the backyard, and they was just blaming it on the Copex. Damien, you going to tell me you don't think Art was into some, like, dark shit? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's has, a strong likelihood. Has he killed a hooker? <laughs> he might have. He's done some shit late at night, you know, driving into the city. Yeah, man, he's done some shit because the wife isn't around. He's got the fucking gun. He's trying to shoot crows. Like he's done some. He's hanging out with the eighteen-year-old Corey Feldman. He's for sure creeping on Corey Feldman's. He's he's creeping on Ricky's friends for sure. Definitely. <laughs> Do they say how old Ricky is? I asked. Rob said eighteen at the beginning 18. of the pod, but they don't ever. Corey Feldman it. is eighteen. No, eight, like okay. in real life, he's an act. Yeah. He's an right. actor. <laughs> he could be playing a different age. So, I'm sorry, he was playing nineteen, but he's really eighteen. <laughs> I, I got to believe he's in high school during the movie. They think he's yeah. in high school because they keep referring to him as a kid. Yeah, it's true. But then he's home alone the whole time. I mean, Rob said yeah, that's common practice. It was right. common practice out here. I don't know what's doing over there. Right. And he was wearing a Batman shirt, you know, not for nothing. But this is. is 1989. He's wearing a Batman shirt. And why is why is fucking Ray letting his kid hang out with 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 Ricky? That's a bad move. That's a bad move. That's a bad move. Yeah. Right. Not really taking care. Did you read that whole shit about Tom Hanks didn't want to be a father in this movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read that too, yeah. That's bananas. Like, it was going to ruin his career as a romantic, you know, co-lead if he actually had a kid in the movie. That's why that kid is downplayed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the kid's kind of annoying in the movie, though, too. Yeah, he's just kind of around. Yeah, I mean, like, the part where, again, where he's, him and, and Ricky, are they're watching them and they, they're getting stung by bees. Like, the look on the kid's face is just like, get me the fuck out of here with these people. <laughs> Like, I really don't like the kid. All right. It's too bad. It's angry. Just I, angry. I got a, so the new the new category that's going to be on the pod, okay? Oh, the, we're, we're coming up already? We're doing it right now. The All Samwise right. Gamgee Award for the Biggest Wet Blanket. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. You know how I feel about that. It's got to go to Carrie Fisher's Carol. <clears throat> oh, yeah. She is the fucking, like, stereotypical housewife who just everything the husband does is just like you're the fucking worst like he can't come out today he can't hang out you need to stop doing this you can't stay here on vacation this that's just oh my god it's over it's too much man it's too much that scene is awesome when they're calling up to ray to have him come out and play and his wife comes out and yells at them i've lived that one i'm sorry <laughs> is, is that the one where she says who started this tuna neck no, that's, oh, no, that's towards the end. That's when they're in the... That's after they come back from the Clopex and they're in the living room and fucking Rumsfeld... Oh, no, Art, yeah, yeah. Art, like, pushes down the, the telescope. Yes. <laughs> and he sna- yes. snaps his finger in it. No, it's uh, it's when 
after he has the nightmare and he's up on the patio drinking orange juice. Was, does anybody else feel like Tom Hanks drinks orange juice really weird, by the way? Yeah, he's he like was just gulping like, and gulping and gulping. Yeah, and then and then the Rumsfeld and fucking Art come over and they're trying to get Ray to come over and he's like, nah, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't. And he like yeah. he does the phone thing, like call me, yeah. call me, and then she comes up and she's like, my husband can't come out and play until he <laughs> until he uh, resembles, resembles the man, the man and, I married. Yeah, and they're like, we don't have time for that. <laughs> uh, she's the worst though. She's the worst. I can't stand yeah. Carol in this movie. But, you know, not to get weird, but, like, Carol in this movie, in my humble opinion, is way hotter than Bonnie. No. So if I'm going to be married to yeah. one of the two, I'm getting married to Carol. And, you're, you know, screw you guys. You're so jaded, dude. You, all you can see is Carrie Fisher in the fucking Leia bikini. That's all you see. This is just six years later, too. So this is, like, 29-year-old Carrie Fisher. I mean, look, to be... Oh, God, I, didn't, I don't want to get into what? this. To Here be fair, Carrie Fisher it. was never overly attractive. How how dare you? The idea of Princess Leia is attractive, but her as a person, not overly attractive. Yeah, I'm with you. That's that's not even close. You're you're wrong with her compared to Bonnie. Completely wrong. I'm like flabbergasted. I don't know what to say. I mean, Bonnie at this point is like the skank from... uh, The skank is a very harsh word. Maybe I should dial that one back. So Bonnie is the lady from inner space who like shits all over Martin Short. So maybe that jaded my brain. But it's like she looks... She's bordering way too old for the way that she's dressing. So even though Rumsfeld is old, I would argue that she's dressing out of her, uh, her pay grade. She's well. not she's not dressing inappropriate with the exception of when she's gardening. Like all the rest of the outfits are like standard eighties outfits. I mean, so when it's she, a warm summer day. It's she's dressed she, appropriately. She, she comes out in a mesh robe with high heel slippers on. Yeah, she's totally, you know. Well, uh, okay, to be fair, she's not like hanging out outside in that. She's coming out because they gotta hang up the flag, man. It's a big deal. So she's hanging out outside like that. That's how they go outside. That's her outfit for the outside. To be fair, Bruce Dern fucking Rumsfeld has a vest with no shirt on under it, uh, army (laughs) shorts, and fucking combat boots with no socks. Like, that's how he comes out. Because he's awesome. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think you're jaded by by your love of Princess Leia. I mean, that's fair, but I put... I'm not even getting... Well said. I have no... It's like trying to argue with, like, the dog. Like, you're you're arguing with the dog and be like, hey, don't bark at the UPS guy, but, like, bark at this guy. Like, that's the level of, like, I don't have solid logic to back it up other than it should just be obvious. No, you don't have to have logic because it's your bias. Your biases? Bias? Bias. Anyway, um, Damien, haven't you always wondered how old the cast was when they filmed this movie? (laughs) I wish I wish I would have looked that up. Did, I wish someone I could help us. I didn't do that research. I just... Well, it's funny you should ask. Oh, Rob, did you do that research? I might have dabbled. I would love to hear how old the actors were when they filmed this movie. Well, I only I don't have every single person that was in this movie, so forgive me. But Tom Hanks was 33. Fuck. Who was way younger than the rest of us. I mean, that's um, about Damien's age right now. Yeah. Is it really? Damien's 34. 34. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Bruce Dern is 53. Um, Rums. Oh, I already did that one. Ray Peterson. Art is 37. And Ricky Butler is 18. Are they? So again, I just thought that was interesting. And then the son is like 12. Is Tom Hanks supposed? Do you think that that's accurate to the age that they're supposed to be in the movie? 
Absolutely. 100%. So you think Tom Hanks is supposed to be like a 33-year-old man in this movie? And he's 33. Yeah, this, this is a guy who just kind of bought that house a couple of years ago and is trying to like kind of make peace with his neighbors and kind of getting into like the whole suburbanite, you know, mode. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I just realized Damien's the youngest person out of the out of all the group that we do the podcast with. He's the youngest person. How old is Beth? Uh, Beth's my age. Beth's like 37. Sorry, Gerald, Beth. Gerald's the oldest. And then all, all from there. How old is Gerald? Gerald's 45. Oh, that makes me feel way better. Thanks, Gerald. Yeah. And what, what about Tyler? Uh, Tyler's the same age as I am. Tyler's, okay. uh, Tyler's going, going to be 38 in May. He's right. 37. It's pretty close. It's close, except for, except for old man Rob. <laughs> we just did that Gerald is three years older than me. Yeah, but so Ger- can it be Ger- old man Gerald too? But Gerald's black and he looks better than you do. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That escalated. That really quickly. hurt my feelings. No, I'm I think he, he looks better than all of us. No, that's not what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Gerald. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So let's go that's to the next. That's fine. Does With anybody... each beer, you look better too, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Does anybody else have anybody they would like to add to the Samwise Gamgee Award for the biggest wet blanket? No, I think she's the only one. I mean, you could, s- you could say, uh, what the fuck's the neighbor? What's the, uh, the old man neighbor? I can't, I'm spacing right now. Walter. Walter. You could say Walter's a bit of a wet blanket, right? Like letting his yeah. dog shit on everybody's lawn. I mean, you could say Bonnie is a wet blanket because Bonnie is in the same no. mind as, um, what's her face? As Carol, but no. it's, you know, she's just not being as aggressive. Why do you hate Bonnie? I don't hate Bonnie, but you can't just like you can't shit on Carol without bringing up Bonnie. Bonnie is like ride or die. She walks outside in her little fucking lingerie to help her husband hang up the flag. Like Carol's not doing any of that. No, Carol is taking control of the situation because she's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Hanks is like Ray's. Like I just want to stay at home and do nothing. And she didn't argue with him. Did, she just said he can't smoke in the house. Like, that's she all she wants. She didn't argue with him. You see the look on her face where she's like, I knew this was going to happen. Speaking of weird shit with Carol. Like, go get a fucking job, Carol. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anthony, you might want to edit this thing pretty deep. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I don't like, it could be a husband or a wife. I'm not a big fan of the nagging. You know, the <laughs> nagging is what gets on my fucking nerves. She yells at him for being in the basement with uh, Art because they're looking up Devil Warp shipping stuff. They're just playing canaster. But here's what's weird. Why did he lock the door? Because of her. Clearly, you need to lock the door. She's the type that you're trying to take a shit, and she wants to come in there when you're trying to take a shit. So you got to lock the door. (laughs) Wow. I don't know anything about this life. I don't know either because my wife is the best. I don't have to. You know, Damien, you know. I don't have to lock the door. I have no lock on the basement. Because Heidi's the best. She's not trying to come in and fucking bother you when you're trying to take a shit. Never, ever. The fact that Just she allows dog. you to have all of that shows that she's a great wife. She's a fantastic wife. She understands. Go. We had a, um, at my wedding, <laughs> we, <laughs> first there was a Yoda ice sculpture, so there is that. The second part, what are you shaking your head about? The second part is when we came in from like the big announcement, like, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Robert Lee. We had a lightsaber salute, so all the best men and all the mates of honor all had lightsabers. It was fantastic. That your was wife, way before anybody else did that. Your wife is a saint. Yeah. Yes, she is. A saint. Yes, she is. 
All right, so who did the most with the least? I got, I got, I wrote down four or three people. All right. Oh, I got. Henry Gibson is Doctor Klopek, Brother Theodore as Reuben Klopek, and Queenie. <laughs> Queenie's a solid pick. Yeah. Solid, right? All right. Who do you have, Damien? You got anybody else? No, I basically had the the two Klopeks that you you already listed. What about the third Klopek? Should I have put? Oh, I got Klopek? Hans. I got Courtney Gaines on this category, a hundred percent. That's a All good right. one too. Yeah. Came with the frame. Who do you Hans got? Hans Christian Anderson. Who do you got, Rob? <laughs> I got Courtney Gaines. That's literally who I've written down. That's it. That's all you have. That's it. Pinocchio. That guy. That guy <laughs> is fantastic. So not Brother Theodore. No, because Brother Theodore is there, but he kind of like does what he, Brother Theodore does. But Courtney Gaines, I think the only other movie I know him from is Back to the Future, when he's trying to steal Lorraine from, um, what's his <laughs> yeah, face? Yeah. I'm cutting in. Beat it, McFly. Right. That Damien hates that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, isn't nah. he Rob? Isn't he in Can't Buy Me Love as the friend of Patrick Dempsey? Oh shit! Yeah, he is. He's, the one he's... that they shit on his house, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, I haven't thought of that movie in forever. Who the hell's still watching that movie? Good for you, dude. I, I haven't watched that movie in a long time, but I watched that movie quite a bit when I was younger. Yeah, that's him, man. But I think he did the most with the least because he's got what like two lines. My favorite thing is like he drives the garbage out to the cans and then he beats the shit out of it with a hoe. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's the best. That's every time Damien mentions this movie to me, I, I always mention, I always reply back to him. It came with the frame. Yep, came with the frame. <laughs> Pretty girl, is that yours? No, it came with the frame. All right. Uh, so the next category is: Does this still work? Right. So would this? Does this? Does this work? That's it's in the movie. Could they make it today? And would these aspects still be in it? Right. So I have lack of social media. The movie doesn't happen if there's social media. Like, you realize where the old dude... Like, the old guy's not just going to disappear in 2019, right? Because you have social media. You're going to be connected to them somehow. Shoot him a text, give him a call. Listen, I got an old guy living next door. If he went, I would have no idea. Somebody in the neighborhood would, though. No, I would argue the guy that lives next door... Again, in my particular case, nobody speaks to the guy who lives next... Well, the one guy they listen to, the other guy, yeah, no idea. I mean, he could be dead in that house right now. I would have no idea. Okay, that's dark. Is this... That's dark. Is this the arms dealer? No, the arms dealer, like, we're, we have full communication with him, you know, especially when it starts snowing. I have to go, you know, snowplow his yard. But the other guy on the other side, not a clue. All right. Not a clue. Uh, Corey Feldman. <laughs> I don't think Corey Feldman would be in this movie today because I think we already mentioned why he wouldn't be in the film today. He's a fucking weirdo. Ooh. All right. He is. No? You can't get an autograph from Corey Feldman now without your name in it. Do you know that? I do know that. It's yeah. that like, that's a it's bummer. Been like that for a long time, that's and it's bummer. too bad. It is like I'm not co- I'm not like collecting <laughs> Goonies autographs, but it's just something that comes up. It, it, yeah, that is true. Uh, so the general decor, super 80s. I mean, this movie looks very 80s, right? Yeah. Yep. That's all I got. anybody Anybody got anything they want to add to it? It's a uh, it's a time capsule. I think that's what's so great about this movie is like the people who grew up through this period. I mean, that is exactly what it looked like. It was the attitude. It was the prejudices. It was without being like super super eighties. They don't get into like you know like like leg warmers and like high top shoes. It's just you know it's just regular suburbia nineteen eighty nine. So it's a time capsule. Yeah, the fashion is pretty pretty standard eighties garb. It's not nothing yeah. on the. It's you know they're not wearing like fucking Michael Jackson Michael Jackson jackets and shit like that. Right. All right. 
Um, so then I have this still works, right? So this the movie could be made today with these aspects. So Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks looks the fucking same to me pretty much. Yeah, pretty close. I mean, I know I know he looks – obviously, he's, he's considerably older now, but he still looks very similar to me. Um, I think the idea of, uh, like, suburbia, right? And then, and then the oh. overall humor. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing cringeworthy in this movie. They don't have any. I don't really. There's not really any racist jokes. There's no homophobic jokes. It's just, it's pretty, pretty clean. There's not a whole lot of cursing. So I think just the humor could be, could, could, you know, still work today. What's the closest thing to a modern movie that even resembles the Burbs? Is it the um, that Seth Rogen movie with what's his face? Zac that's, Efron. That's pretty vague. Um, Neighbors. Neighbor, is it Neighbors? Yeah, I Neighbors, neighbors is pretty Dan raunchy. Movie. Oh, yeah, Neighbors one and two are pretty raunchy. There, I, I mean, I don't find either one of them very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I guess that's it's the idea of you know someone moving in next to like a sorority. I'm trying to think. That's a good question. I don't know what would be kind of a a modern day version of this. You got but anything, even, No, I mean, I I totally agree that the 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 like topic is still relatable to probably the majority of like the country, but. I can't think of something else that's yeah, recent. The, the premise is still. I mean, you could you could take this premise today. I just don't know if they've made a a movie like this recently. Again, I think comedies are are the one genre of movies that really don't get made a ton anymore. At least at least done well. You know, you you look at Netflix; it's full now of of straight to Netflix um, comedies, especially something like this. You know, teen comedies or or something that doesn't have like a big A lister in it. They just go straight to Netflix. Yeah. Right. But you're not getting a theatrical release with who's modern day Tom Hanks. Who's a good modern day Tom Hanks? I mean, is Tom Hanks still modern day Tom Hanks? No, because modern modern day Tom Hanks is 100 years old. So we need a different modern day Tom Hanks. Yeah, I don't. That's a good question. I think somebody who could be like a modern day Tom Hanks would be like John Krasinski. Oh, okay. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah. you know, he came, he's from The Office. Ooh. Obviously, Tom, Tom Hanks came from a... What the hell was the show that he was on? The Office? Tom Hanks, the show oh, he was on. Oh, excuse me. Bosom Buddies, excuse Bosom me. Buddies, so he was on a comedy yeah. for a little bit. Obviously, that's The Office is on a different stratosphere than that. Mm. But then, you know, he came, went into movies, and he's done small stuff, and he's he's gaining steam, being more popular. He hasn't done a comedy yet, though. Um, he's done, like, action movies and shit. But I think he, he kind of has, like, the guy-next-door look, um, yeah. and you can kind of relate to him. So I think might be like John Krasinski. I, that's the first person that comes to my mind. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Damien? No, I got nothing else. How you doing over there, buddy? I'm doing well. All right. I forgot to ask you at the beginning. That's why I'm asking you now. It's always doing well. Uh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, doing well. <laughs> would this would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was in it and if so who would he play? We're still doing this. I thought we gave this one up. You bite your tongue. This is forever. I buddy. thought we really did give this one up. Who was you arguing this? Was Tyler arguing Tyler, this? Tyler doesn't yeah. like this, but I don't care yeah. what Tyler likes. All right. <laughs> Damien and I like this, so we're, we're going to keep it in. Anybody? Hans Klopek. Um, I'll, I'll throw in for Hans Klopek. Could he have played Rumsfeld? No. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Rumsfeld is funny. Right. I, I think this might sure. be the first one that I would say he wouldn't. he shouldn't be in. It wouldn't be better if he was in it. Because I don't know he, who he'd play. He could have been like a super, super small part at the end where like all the police and the ambulance stuff showed up. He, he could have played, you know, a local official or something there, but but it would be very insignificant. Yeah. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yeah. he, he shouldn't be in this. Why yeah, do you want to give it up, Rob? 
I, I, not that I want to give it up. I just thought you gave it up. I, it's, it's a fine category. Just it's, it's very particular. Um, <laughs> did he do a comedy? I mean, we've we've discussed this. Uh, right. this. This was Tyler. This was Tyler's biggest thing, right? Is uh, the question was brought up on the Christmas Vacation podcast, and Tyler said, "Hey, this is a stupid question. He, sh- you know, it shouldn't be. He shouldn't be in every movie." And would he's never been in a comedy, so I don't think he could be in this. The only thing he's been in that I can think of that would be comedic is he was in a couple episodes of Friends, oh, where right. he played essentially himself as a drunk, who was right. working with Joey, um, and he was fine in that. Obviously, he didn't have to carry a, a movie or anything like that. So, but you know, you know how I feel about Gary Oldman. So yeah, no, I I think he's great, but yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, we can switch it to Jeff Bridges, <laughs> who I love as well. <laughs> Just, I mean, just I think Jeff Bridges, you have a little bit more range in this one. Whoa. With this you one do, because Jeff Bridges at this point could be, I would put Jeff Bridges as Ray. I could put Jeff Bridges as uh, Rumsfeld. Jeff Bridges as Rumsfeld? Yeah. Interesting. And definitely not, I don't think Ray either. Sure you can. If you take uh, Jeff Bridges out of Tron. Yeah, but I think, I think something about, something with Tom Hanks is in this movie, he's like the every man, right? He's yeah. not like overly handsome, but he's like decent looking and he's kind of like schlubby a little bit where Jeff Bridges is like a hands, like a big dude, handsome at that point. You know, I, I just don't think he, he fits the mold for what you're going with with Ray. No. Am I wrong? No, because I always saw Jeff Bridges as a, as an every man. Hmm. All right. So let, let's throw it to Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton is supposedly an every man. Could Michael Keaton play Ray? I don't look at. I've never looked at Michael Keaton as like the everyman. He's yeah, too. He's like almost exotic looking to me. Yeah. Like Michael Keaton doesn't look like the average dude who lives next door to me. Even from um, like not Dream Team. That's a bad example. Like Mr. Mom or something. In. Like Mr. Mom or like um, Night Shift or or one of those. Yeah, maybe. But the problem is now I don't see him that way. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. fucking Batman to me. Fucking Batman. And now he's just like a kook, like some some fucking eccentric dude to me now. Is I he? Mean, a Did we bit. cross that plateau with Michael Keaton? Really? I just that's how he comes off to me. Um, yeah. uh, apparently, the word is that the new movie, the Dumbo movie that he's in, he's it's it's fucking unwatchable because of him. Be specifically because of him. He's specifically they're saying he's going to get like a Razzie nomination. Wow. It's but, probably and not to shit on Tim Burton. It's probably because of Tim Burton. No offense. I'm, uh, I mean, it could, it possibly could, because Tim Burton's movies are, for the most part, they're kind of just. It's a Tim Burton movie now. There's not anything different than what he's done over and over and over again. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Danny, uh, how do, about? Do we well, have... we could always play the game if I can just throw a game in there just for me because you're playing the game. So let's play the game. Is it going to so be? So we Mar- can play the Star is, Wars game. Is it going to be Mary Fuck Kill? No, no, that's just weird. That's the worst category ever. I had like deep regrets last night when we did that one. Um, so I, we have every movie that you and I have done have had some sort of Star Wars reference into it. This one is obviously Carrie Fisher, so it's not like a fair one. Who did she play? Stop it. <laughs> but with this one, we also have a Star Trek crossover. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the Star Trek crossover is? No, because I don't like Star Trek. Why don't you like Star Damien, do you like Star Trek? Uh, I don't dislike it, but I haven't really watched a lot of it. All right, so we might just pull the shoot on this category. So <laughs> No, go for it. I like where this is going. Yeah, yeah. So Robert Picardo, who was one of the um, the garbage men. So it was Dick Miller and Robert Picardo mm. plays um, the doctor in Star Trek Voyager. So it was just kind of an interesting little, you know, 
connection point. Clearly, you guys are very unimpressed, <laughs> so go fuck yourselves. <laughs> the last time I contribute something new. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know which one Star Trek Voyager was. Who was, uh, who was in that one? Star Trek Voyager was the one with the... Um, Did Jer- uh, was Jerry Ryan in Star Trek Voyager? She was. She played the the Borg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the one that the what's her face was the Who captain, was the, and it kind of looked like a spoon. The captain is the lady who's now on Orange is the New Black. Correct. Correct. The yep. redhead lady. All right. Yep. I'm with you. All right. I never seen it. I, I tried I'm done to watch, contributing. I tried to watch Next Generation, and I, I got into it, um, and then I just kind of watched like the first season, and I just didn't continue. I don't know why. I've just Star Trek's never been it for me. I don't know. The but that's the thing. Like that's that first season's no good. It's kind of like watching Parks and Rec. You can't start on season one. You have to watch it when um, Rob Lowe comes into it. So like Star Trek Next Generation, you can't start watching until Riker has the beard, and then Star Trek Next Generation gets better. Okay, that's mm. fair because that's a fair assessment on Parks and Rec. It, the first season's not good until Robert uh, Rob Lowe comes. Um, but I would also say that you've never. You know, we're not going to get into it because there's plenty Let's of shit get into I tell it, you buddy. to watch. No, no, plenty no, no. Of sh- we're going to get back into Vikings. I'm not going to watch Vikings. <laughs> what about Lost? I'm not going to watch Lost. Who's Damien? got time for Lost? Damien. I mean, I feel like you're missing out by not having seen Lost. Arguably one of the best, like, top ten shows of all time. All right. Yeah. Well, let me give you the perspective of Lost from somebody who's never watched Lost. Anybody who has seen Lost always bitches about the ending, right? Not me. Everybody I, on planet Earth besides you have bitched about the ending of Lost. And it's it's one of those things you want to dive right in just to be disappointed at the end. So I haven't heard enough positivity to be like, hey, this show is like great straight through. It has a really satisfying ending. It's always like, hey, this, this show is fantastic and then the ending sucks. It's about the journey. That would ah. be the same thing. Thank you, Damien. That would be like saying I didn't like the end of The Sopranos, so I'm not going to watch arguably the greatest show of all time because I didn't like the final episode. Does that make any sense? That's fine. That's fine. Um, You know, because at one point HBO wasn't available to everybody. I get that. But you know what I'm saying? That's it's like I like Damien said, it's about the journey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. But it just it it feels like Lost is lost in its own ending. Copyright Rob Letter 2019. (laughs) How'd you feel about the ending of Lost, Damien? Damien doesn't remember the ending of Lost. No, I do. I do. I'm thinking that... It's about the journey. <laughs> okay, so you didn't like it as well. I didn't. I didn't particularly enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. like, okay, all right, whatever. But, but Damien, I, did you see Vikings? I um, saw the first episode. Just the first episode, right? Yeah, with Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, have you seen Battlestar Galactica? No. no. At all? No. All right. Fucking nerd. <laughs> Battlestar Galactic is fucking amazing. Excuse you. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It's just I haven't gotten into it, and it's on the list of something I will watch eventually. Um, but you're just so steadfast in like I'm not watching Lost or Vikings. Correct. And that's fine. And it I just, watched the stupid Firefly, and I thought that was good. I watched the stupid Firefly. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rob! <laughs> Way to alienate yourself on the podcast. <laughs> I just said it was good. I just I enjoyed the whole thing. It took me a little while to get into it. I enjoyed. Like, it's fourteen fucking episodes. Oh, forty minute episodes. That's a time commitment. And and a movie. Did I see the movie? I don't think I finished with the movie. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't remember. <laughs> you didn't watch the movie. I don't remember. 
the movie ends the show like it's the it ties the whole everything up into a nice bow. I, it may very well. I just don't remember it. I might have seen it. Wa- okay, it, Wash I dies at the end. Who is the, the one? pilot yeah, dies the, at the end? The guy who played um, what's his face in Rogue One. Yes, yes, Rob. The guy is who- this the movie? All right, is she like the the the, the one that you like? Summer Glau. So Summer Glau is like killing everybody on a train. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad we just beat it to death. No, she's like all right. Well, time there, so she th- does have a large fight. It is not on a train. But she like kills everybody in the room, but you don't actually see it. She kills all of the yes, all of the reavers who are the people who lose who lose their mind because they get to the edge of space, or so they think. Yes. All right. So I have seen the movie in like some capacity, but I can't remember what the heck. How does Alan Ruck Truck Trudic 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 die in that movie? Uh, when they land before she kills everybody, they shoot uh like a projectile through the front of the. The cockpit after he does like a crash landing and it impales him. Gotcha. Now, isn't there a talk of a reunion for the show? There's always been a talk of a reunion for this show, but I have no idea. But he's totally not included because he's dead as a doornail. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch that show he's on the uh, the comet the uh, con man? Uh, no, it's on uh, it's on like one of the streaming stations. I think I have not watched it, but it's about an actor who goes to conventions. Yeah, I have not watched it. Seems like Damon, something. Have you watched it? No, no, I, I haven't even heard of it. That seems like something both of you should be into, though. <laughs> I don't even know if it's around anymore. It was on for for a little it's, while. I, I I picked it up on when I went to uh, Comic Con to get your poster signed by that dude. Mm-hmm. He gave me a little card about it, so I was like researching it, and then it was like you had to pick up a whole extra whatever on Amazon. It's like a San Diego Comic Con package on Amazon in order to get that show. Hmm. So instead of actually doing that, I just stole it on a fire stick. But it was like a very like mediocre show. Like they get out of like the convention stuff pretty quick. Like it starts the show, but like 60% of it is just like him as a struggling actor. So it loses a lot of its appeal. So you stole it on fire stick and then you're complaining that it's not good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just Next so we're clear. Ca- because think how upset I would be if I actually paid for it. Next category. Most oh. memorable line. Oh, man, there's a lot. Uh, I got a lot, so I'm just going to blow through them real quick. I'm sure you guys are going to have some to add. Um, I want to kill everyone. (laughs) Satan is good. (laughs) Satan is our pal. Uh, Your dog just took his last dump on my lawn. If I find one more, just one, I'm going to catch him and staple his ass shut. (laughs) Fucking Rumsfeld. (laughs) I think these are all going to be Rumsfeld lines. They could be. I'm going to do something productive. I'm going to go watch television. Uh, About nine on the tension scale there, Rube. Uh, it came with the frame, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody knocks off an old man in my neighborhood and gets away with it. What do you got, Damien? You got anything you want to add? Uh, I definitely have some of those. I have uh, Ray's talking to his wife. I can't remember her name. Carol. Uh, he, yeah, Carol. He said, I just want to drink a couple hundred beers and smoke an occasional <laughs> cigar. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's uh, the no tan lines this morning. Looks good to Mrs. Brumsfield. Okay. In the garden. Uh, it <laughs> smells like they're cooking a goddamn cat over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Rumsfeld. Yep. Uh, also, Rumsfeld, a soldier's way, saves the day with that strategy. <laughs> uh, also, Rumsfeld, when he like falls through the floor as the, they're going over to, uh, to the Clopex, <laughs> there go the goddamn brownies. <laughs> right. Let's see. I love the one, and you might have it too, when he fucking like slide tackles Hans 
<laughs> he's like, I did 18 months in the bush. I could snap your neck like a twig or something like yep, that. Yep, I have. I got that one too. Um, there, I had another Rumsfeld one here. It's a nice slide tackle, by the way. Oh yeah, open field. <laughs> oh, it's, God, okay, yeah. Well, this is I think before he maybe falls off the roof. He's talking to Ricky, and uh, Ricky's talking to him rather, and he's like, "Shut up and paint your goddamn house." <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Whoa." <laughs> yep. Is there? Uh, would if I'm Ricky, like that's the last place I want to live. I don't want to live next to fucking Rumsfeld. Besides, oh, I want to live next to oh, Rumsfeld. Absolutely. No, be, besides creeping on his wife, if Ricky's in there doing fucking drugs or whatever, he's got fucking Rumsfeld next to him. He's got fucking yeah, but, Trump supporter next to him. Bad look, dude. It's a yeah, bad look. Rumsfeld's cool. Like he's he's fine. He's not going to go rat him out. I don't know. Um, I I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically the whole ending kind of like monologue. Um, that yeah. they that they give yeah the message to psychos and all that stuff to them they're interviewing on the news. I would like yeah. you to read it. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think you want me to read it. <laughs> I mean, do I need to mention that my wife banged out how many words in a row? Fucking talking with no, with no screw up during the Mary Poppins one. Yeah, that her like full Rain Man move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have that on video. I should post that at some point. I was like, "There's no way she's gonna get through this." And she started speeding it up. Yeah, and she killed it the whole time. Yeah, she's smart. Yeah, much smarter. Uh, than this. And then the last thing is, like, just because it kind of ties up the whole movie, Ricky, uh, at the end of the movie, where he says, God, I love this street. Okay. Yeah. That's what do you it. got, Rob? I mean, I have literally everything you guys said. Um, I do, and that's nothing. what's annoying. But I'm going to, screw you, I'm going to contribute <laughs> right now. Here we go. Um, there, at one point, the garbage men are, the, the one, like, hippie garbage man is trying to convince Dick Miller to, to go see this guy. And he's like, hey, I'm an amazing healer. And he's like, yeah, and I'm a great bowler, so I'm going to go take on blah, blah, blah. And I can't remember the whole damn line, so I right. fucked that one up, so screw you. <laughs> um, and then the one of the last lines is as Tom Hanks is giving that whole speech about suburban living, and Art is looking back at him and doesn't know what to say. He's like, what do you want me to do? Just move. And I think that's amazing when he goes and tackles him. He starts to strangle him. And then the last bit of this thing is like a um, a cultural change or a cultural pizza, which is the pizza dude part of it. Oh, yeah. So it's like, hey, I just called the pizza dude. So like that has, I guess, transcended all of this stuff. And pizza dude started in the burbs in 1989. Hmm. But like I said it before and just you guys had mentioned on this one, but it's it's about a nine on the tension scale, Rube. That's still my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> All right, so whose movie is this? Like, who do you associate this movie with? So I have Tom Hanks, right? I think is the obvious one. But then I have the whole cast. And the reason I say the whole cast is anytime I see any of these people, in, with the exception of Carrie Fisher, in any other movie, they're always, oh, this person from The Burbs. Always. So for me, it's like everybody I associate um, with this movie. Like an example. An example. Bruce Stern is the guy from The Burbs. Um, he's not the guy from Hateful Eight. No, 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 no. He's not um, the overly racist guy from the Hateful Eight. No, no. Um, uh, Doctor Klopek is like when I saw him in Wedding Crashers, and he plays um, like their their minister. He's the he's the fucking Klopek, uh, the dude that plays Hans. Like he's Hans from Klo from oh, yeah. from the Burbs. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see him, um, even the lady who plays uh, Rumsfeld's wife, she plays the the wife on American Dad, the animated show. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's she's that's why oh it's the lady from the burbs like that's everybody in this movie is the person from the burbs even tom hanks like because that's what i associate him with because this is my favorite tom hanks movie so i always whenever i think of tom hanks this is the first movie i think of this is really your favorite tom hanks movie out of you know 30 years of career this is the movie you go to right away i'm glad you asked yes i have others written down because i was interested to see like what your guys is some of your other favorite tom hanks movies are um, so I have it written down. So like a league of their own is one of my favorite big, that thing you do saving private Ryan toy story and catch me if you can, I think are my favorite. Tom- All those are my favorite, but yeah, Damien? Damien's looking it up right now. I didn't, I didn't prepare. Um, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the ones that you mentioned are all really good. I, I don't know. That, yeah. I couldn't add anything off the top, like off the cuff. I, yeah, the- I got two off the top of the bat. That makes no sense. Off the top um, of that. Joe versus the Volcano, I think, is full stop my favorite <laughs> okay. Tom Hanks That's movie. A good one. All right. Followed by Philadelphia. So I just actually watched that with my kid the other day. Um, Philadelphia is not that, like a rewatchable to me, though. And that's the problem. It's it, it goes back to Liam Neeson. If we're going to do what we did last night, like Liam Neeson does an outstanding performance in Schindler's List, but you're only going to watch it once. How could you do any more than that? Right, and that would be my caveat. And Tyler and I have mentioned it multiple times. I'm not saying The Burbs is the best movie he's been in or the best performance he's given. Like that would be ridiculous. But it's my favorite. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. All right. In, All in right. that respect, I think Joe versus the Volcano is going to stick with my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Like, I love A League of Their Own, but I don't think that's per se like a Tom Hanks movie, but he's fantastic in that. Yeah. But I think that that's more like a Gina Davis, you know, and, and Laurie Petty movie. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just don't think it's, I'm not saying, like, obviously Castaway is up there if I'm going to say, like, one of his best performances, you know? I don't, yeah. I'm not going to say Forrest Gump because I don't think that's one of his best for me, but, uh, this is my favorite Tom Hanks movie by far. So who's, whose movie is it then? I think it's for me, Joe it's Dante's Ray. movie. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, you already said it, but for me, it's Ray. Like, I, yeah, I get the whole, like, it's, it's everyone's. Um, but, but if we have to say who's, like, a person, it's definitely Ray. All right. Mr. Leonard? I, I'm going with, it's a Joe Dante movie. It's Joe Dante's movie. So you're saying director. Yeah, and I think that's more of a testament to the the cast working together, the the level of uh, how the movie was made. I think it just it feel like when you're looking at your quintessential Joe Dante movies. I mean, you're there and you're at uh, Gremlins. So you're you're saying having to deal with Bubbles, the chimpanzee, <laughs> and all the shit he had to deal with. No pun and, intended. And Carrie Fisher, who I imagine was just as difficult to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if she was shitting all over her trailer, but yeah. God rest your soul, Gary yeah, Fisher. Rest in peace, <laughs> Gary Fisher. Ah, oh, Carrie Fisher. That's um, so sad. National treasure. She is national a national treasure. treasure. Um, okay, so what do you wish there was more of in the movie? I only have one thing. I want to know more about the drunk neighbor at the lake house with the enormous head. <laughs> I need like a glimpse of him because Carol goes to the lake house, right? The, the final day she's going to see her fucking aunt or her, her sister and the cousin who smells. Um, <laughs> so I want to know what the drunk neighbor at the lake house with the enormous head looks like. Well, does she even get there? Because she's there and back in the same day. She's so like that, there's how, a giant, you know, plot hole she, we're dealing with. How is she, she getting, I mean, she, they're not calling her on her cell phone. Like how is right. she getting back? No one's calling her to tell him fucking right. Cause she pulls up as the house is blowing up. Right. 
With a haircut. With a haircut. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> any, any, you guys have anything you wish there was more of, Rob? Brother Theodore. Okay. See, I think it's just the right amount of Klopek, though. No, it's I, I, we need more of him. Just even like the, the fence scene, I wish you could actually see him kind of do that. I wish there was more interaction with him in the um, like when they come over to hang out scene. Or even him, in, he's dealing with the kids sitting on his car, and he walks up and he's like, hey, hip cats, get off my car. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going Brother Theodore. That is one of my favorite parts, though, is, and I always forget. I mean, it's not a whole scene, but it's like one of my just small favorite scenes, like little scene, is when they're in the backyard, they get the femur, and he walks by the fence, throws the, the, the little piece of paper over, and Art's like, I don't know. He's a litter bug. Could be a credit card receipt. You know that stuff. Nope, nope. It's, it's my note. <laughs> that stuff blows around the wind all the time. Yeah. And then fucking Tom Hanks just gets smashed by the door, and he does the classic, like, <laughs> grab something and destroy it. And she's like, did that make you feel better? He's like, nah, yeah, yeah, a little bit. And it's just the best, because you can see Carrie Fisher wanting to, like, start laughing at that point. And that's I've experienced that with my wife, where I want to destroy something, and she just laughs at me. <laughs> so... I can relate. But she does, again, not to bring it back to Carrie Fisher, but let's bring it back to Carrie Fisher. She's got good chemistry with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Like, she does really, yeah. she does better in this role than I think a lot of Carrie Fisher movies post-Star Wars, her, I would argue. Her performance is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with her performance. I don't like the character. I would say this is her most iconic character out of Princess Leia. More than Sleepless in Seattle? And it was uh, Harry Met Sally. It was. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. And I think it's it's way beyond that one too. I think people remember her from this, but they're like, oh, she was in Harry Met Sally. I don't know. Is. My yeah. two cents. Or um, Blues Brothers. I think that Carrie Fisher is Princess Leia. I don't think anybody thinks of anything else. Yeah. With the exception of maybe like a, I know my wife knows Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia and an author because she's read you know she's read a, a couple of her books, but that's about it. Yeah. All right. My, you guys don't have I throw to, back Damien, to Carrie Fisher. Damien, you have anything that you uh, wish there was more of? Not, not really. I uh, maybe I have a similar answer to Rob, but it would be Hans. Um, but just because he amuses me, and yeah, I think he's funny. But but realistically, I don't think I, it needs anything else. And I don't. Yeah. What do you think fucking Hans is doing, man? Like just in day to day life, living with, with and who who's, is that is that the doctor's son? It's there's a lot of weird suggestions that Hans is like has been kidnapped and has been sexually abused, <laughs> like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I don't I don't want to subscribe to that theory in my life. <laughs> I, but there's a lot of like subtleties that they're throwing in there that Hans doesn't really belong to these guys as much as he belongs to these guys. So you know, <laughs> I don't want no that does nope not not in my life not in my okay. world that doesn't happen in the burbs. You have to say air quotes when you do it, Rob. Yeah. Air quotes belongs, <laughs> air quotes, to these guys. <laughs> All right. So when are we going to start doing the video along with the oh, podcast? Fucking never. Yeah, probably never. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine that's going to happen anytime soon. Damien? No, never. Would, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, all right, so the burbs, underrated, overrated, or properly rated? Well, what's the, what's the rating in Rotten Tomatoes? What is the, That is a great question. Did I not bring that up? I no. don't think I did. 53% critics, 71% audience. Yeah. Hmm. Damien, I'll start with you because I know this is your favorite question. Um, 
my favorite thing you do, just side note, is I ask these questions and you have you act as if you've never given them a second of thought, although you know they're the same questions every movie. And I appreciate that about you because you're like you give it such such poignant thought. Well, I don't like, know. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I just yeah. We we talk about a lot and so, you know, I'm a I'm a percolator. You're a prick? <laughs> What'd you say? Percolator. That's what I heard too. Yeah. Are you on your third beer, Rob? Shut up, Anthony. Mind your own business. <laughs> Mind your own goddamn business. <laughs> it's freaking Sunday. Damien. You know, the- according to the audience, the three people that listen to this podcast, Rob is the raging alcoholic. It just happens we do this over the weekends. I don't know if anybody thinks you're a raging alcoholic. Oh. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, we are it's been beer. suggested now, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, fe- now, it certainly feels that way. Now it's in the ether, buddy. Now we have to talk about it. Damien, the burbs, underrated, overrated, properly rated. <laughs> Thanks for getting us back on track. I'm trying to think of like what I have to rate it against other than Rotten Tomatoes because it obviously is pretty old. Well, do you, do you want me to kind of give you my, my thought process on sure. it? Sure. Okay, so for me, it's underrated. And the reason it's underrated, with the exception of the people that I think enjoy these types of movies or are into cinema in general, I don't think this movie is widely seen. I don't think a lot of people know of this movie. It would fall into a lot of the earlier Tom Hanks stuff. Um, so I think that this movie would be underrated because of that reason. I think that it just isn't out there enough to be properly rated or overly rated or overrated. So I think just because people maybe haven't seen it enough would make it underrated. That's kind of where I was struggling is I want to say it's properly rated, but, but because of the whole like time factor, I might lean towards underrated because yeah, there's a, a, bunch of people who are younger than us who either haven't seen it or maybe have and it just doesn't resonate with or they don't have the nostalgia for so if you were gonna if you were gonna base it just on the scores on rotten tomatoes 51 percent critics uh what i say 76 percent audience yeah 76 77 i would say underrated based on those okay 71 percent audience excuse me okay yeah i would still say underrated mr leonard I think it's way underrated. Um, and I think it's, and I think you're right, just not enough people have seen it to kind of get that rating up. I can tell you I've tried to watch it with my kids, and the kids really just are not into it whatsoever. Yeah. And, but they know the movie and they kind of walk in and out of it and they kind of understand what's going on, but they're really just not into it. Do you think, um, that, do you think that says something about like where kids are now and what they've seen? Like in films, because you said you saw this when you were what eight or nine? It sounded like. So I saw this eighty. I was twelve when okay, I saw so you're this. Okay, twelve. <clears throat> and it was. I liked the movie because I thought it was funny. It's not like I'm like as I'm getting older, I'm relating to it way better. Um, but I think my kids just they're not into it because there's nothing into it that they can kind of relate to. You you take the only kid role they can relate to, which is um, the son, and he's hardly into it. Um, so you really have to like start studying the dialogue and what these guys are doing. And I don't think the attention span is that good right now that they are able to do that. Okay. But I think, I think it is underrated. Um, I think like most of the things that you and I talk about, it is definitely like a niche movie. Like you really need to be the right place at the right time for that movie. Um, I want it to be better. I'm sure Tom Hanks sure kind of, I don't think Tom Hanks looks back at this movie and was like, wow, that was terrible. I hope I'm forgotten for it. Um, but uh, 53% is pretty harsh. I, I, like, overall, I think the writing is decent 
you know, and funny at best. It's still an enjoyable movie. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I think it's shit on unworthingly Lee. <laughs> shit on unworthingly Lee Lee. Uh, is this a movie that needs to go on to our Halloween movie viewing list, Damien? I, I, we're we're going to have to like set up a one-in-one-out rule. We, we can't keep adding. One Otherwise, in, we have one to start. Out. We have to start in like June. Like blood in, blood out. <laughs> no, not like blood in, blood out. Like one has to go so we can make some space. Was it in our Halloween movies? I don't remember. I don't think so. Halloween movies are Halloween, Nightmare Before Christmas, Lost Boys, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hocus Pocus, Scream, Beetlejuice, Sleepy Hollow, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> That's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's oh so shit! Is it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, The Burbs was on there. The Burbs, okay. Shaun of All the right. Dead, From Dust Till Dawn. Half the movies on that list doesn't really need to be in the Halloween list. Half? Half. Half. Like, the, I agree those movies all are fantastic in their own right, but I don't know if I necessarily need to see them on Halloween. I, no, Am I we, just being shitty? We watch, Damien and I watch X amount of movies leading up to Halloween. Oh. So these are the movies that like are in the Halloween spirit. Yeah, it's like the month of, basically. Gotcha. And The Burbs falls into this category? Yes, it does. I feel like The Burbs is very much like a summer movie. Like a like a June kind of movie, like leading into it. And that just might be kind of like how the movie is, um, how I relate to the movie as far as like being an adult in like a cul-de-sac in suburbia. Damien, how do you feel about Rob just shitting on Ernest Scared Stupid? <laughs> I don't feel good about it, but it's okay. I mean, I get it. I get it. But we'd have to have a discussion about it. Probably well, not I mean, today. I mean, it's going to be on the Guilty Pleasures pod. Oh yeah, that's already on my guilty pleasures list. That's, that's like that's a, a real thing. You guys aren't kidding. Like that's something that you look forward to and the guilty pleasures and, pod or Ernest yeah. in general. Ernest in general. Uh yeah, wow. yeah. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest yeah. goes to jail. Been Ernest there. goes to camp. Yeah. Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> They're all awful. They turn kids into wooden figures. There's a troll. <laughs> it's amazing. The troll is terrifying too. Rob, we watched this, Damien and I watched this, not this past Halloween, the po- Halloween before when he was still down in the area, um, and Nicolette watched, us with a, watched it with us, and now granted, Nicolette watches like CSI and fucking Cold Case and all this garbage, and she just looked at us like halfway through and she was like, are you, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> because it's like directed towards like four or five year olds. It's, called, yeah. it's called nostalgia. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Look it up. I'll do Pee Wee over Ernest. No, okay, Ernest calm down. Pee Wee is next. Like Pee Wee Playhouse, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay, Pee Wee's. Yeah. What is it? Pee Wee joins the circus. What's the second one? P- Big Top Pee Wee. Big Top. Those are all great. So they're not in okay. the same. They're not in the same category as Ernest. So we're just stupid. keeping it as guilty pleasure because for some reason, those terrible movies do something for you. Well, I think it's the same reason you know Damien likes Starship Troopers. It Starship has- Troopers is a fantastic movie. Not according to Tyler. Oh, that's too bad. Or I don't think Paul Vanderhoven has made a bad movie. <laughs> Dude, trip six foot. Was it? Was it Damien? <laughs> Flip six three hole. Flip six three hole. Des, that's the play. <laughs> Run it, Christ! I've never seen Damien as excited as when we watched that movie uh, on a whim on Hulu, like before we went to Not Scary Farm. It, he was so excited. Never seen it. Before. Which movie? What is it called? Starship Troopers. Oh, period. <laughs> the end? I thought you were going into this whole this other shit. No, man. Oh. Flip six three hole. <laughs> so you just saw this, Damien? 
No, 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 no. I saw. I've oh. seen it many, many, many times. Gotcha. Rob, you ever listen to the podcast? <laughs> Every once in a while, I dabble in it, but you know, you. <laughs> We did a Especially whole when they start going over an hour, then I just stop listening. So everyone you're in. <laughs> Damien and I are, it's long awaited. We've been, well, I don't know if it's long awaited, long talked about, planned, yeah. Guilty Pleasures podcast. It's a good one. It's a big one. Like, it's a lot of, a lot of thought going into this one. Right. I don't know when we're going to do it. My list is getting long. Yeah. There may be some Celine Dion on it. Celine Dion? Is that what you just said? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh my goodness. I may dabble in listening to Celine Dion in the car by myself occasionally. Ooh. I mean, what? What? <laughs> I mean, whatever makes you happy, buddy. I'm not going to judge you based on your musical stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do have Moana in my car if it makes you feel any better, but, you know, I, like I have a stuff. nine-year-old. I like that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Gentlemen, I have enjoyed this. A lot of fun. I don't know that yes. everybody else is going to enjoy this. I enjoyed it. I know you did. I know you did, buddy. And I know Damien did. <laughs> Anything else? Anything you want to add before we sign off? Uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm looking at my notes. I'm fucking yeah, upset I'm here. <laughs> You're good. All right, guys. Again, I appreciate you being on. Uh, we Wait, time out. I got one. <laughs> what's the dog's name? Queenie? No, what's the other dog's name? The do- who raised dog? What's raised dog's name? Uh, I have no idea. No it's idea. Vince. But more importantly, the big dog, the dog that looks like Scooby Doo, the one that attacks uh, Art as he's jumping over the fence. The Great Dane. The Great Dane. Okay. No idea. Nope. No guess. Clopex dog. Clopex dog. No, I'm saying that's who we're referring to. That's who we're talking about. Um. Jim. I got no, nothing. Stop it. It is now. It depends on how you want to listen to it. Wait, bubbles. How I listen bubbles. to it? It's not bubbles. Stop it. No. It is Lando. Nothing. The dog's the dog's name. The is dog's Lando? name is Lando. There's a scene <laughs> when the dog actually like breaks out of the basement and like jumps through the um, mesh door, and uh, Hans Kopeck says. Not Hans Kopeck. Dr. Kopeck says, oh, you have to excuse hold on, Lando. Hold on, He's, hold on, hold what? on. Are you saying Kopeck? What'd I say? It's Klopek. Whatever. <laughs> you said Hans Kopeck. You know what? Because I totally, as I'm looking at this thing, I have Klopek on one side and I have Kopeck on the other side. Stop insulting my um, pronunciation, you big jerk. So Mr. Dr. Klopek calls his dog Lando. But if you actually look at it in closed captioning, it says Landro, but it totally sounds like Lando. And that was the last of my contribution to the Burbs podcast. All right, guys, was- if you could, uh, <laughs> if you could uh, like, review, rate, and subscribe, I would appreciate it. Thanks to Rob and Damien for being on, or more so, more so, thanks to Damien for being on. Uh, That's just hurtful and mean. I know. We could use those five-star reviews, so give us five stars on iTunes. Damien and Rob, you should do, go do the same thing for me. And shout out to Gary Oldman. Trying to create a fucking pot. I'm trying to create art here. <laughs> <laughs>